Today, I have titled my message that fear not. That's the title of my message. I do not expect any one of you born of the Spirit of God, a child of God, to be scared. But just in case you are, by the time we finish this service, you will not fear anymore. But before I um, touch on the topic about fear, allow me to speak to us. And I know many of us are asking, why are we going through what we are going through today? Why is the world uh, going through the pain and the suffering that it is going through today? Is God this bad? God is not bad. God is not evil. God is good and God is full of justice and righteousness. But allow me to remind you that God, uh, though he is good, he has rules, he has commands, he has regulations. There is what he desires out of humanity. Because as we all know, we came from God, we were created by him, and we live on earth because of him. We cannot exist without him. And for us to be able to exist and enjoy his blessings, there are some requirements that we are supposed to follow. And sometimes when we do not follow God's instructions or God's commands and rules, we find ourselves sometimes in trouble. It is God trying to get our attention because he is a good God. He tries to get our attention, and sometimes he may use very punitive measures. It's the same thing even us at homes. When the children are not attentive, sometimes we want them to get uh, to, to be attentive. We apply all sort of methods to capture their attentions, and sometimes we will use the cane. There are times that God also uses the cane to speak to people or to try to capture the attentions of the world, all his people. Book of Acts, chapter 17, from verse 24, if you can be able to open your Bible, I would encourage you to open your Bible, but if you're following us on your phone, it might be difficult for you to be able to do that. But if you are an expert, again, you can do that because we don't want you to miss us. You can listen to us, to me, as I read this scripture. This is what it says. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. That is a point that you need to understand. And since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. In other words, God who made the earth or the world and everything in it, and his Lord who lives in heaven, 
He is the Lord of heaven and of earth. He does not live in mad-made temples. In other words, we cannot contain God on earth. We cannot contain him on, in our skyscrapers. We cannot contain him in our big economies. We cannot contain him even in our small economies. He is bigger than anyone or than anything that is on earth. And verse 25, he says, And human can, hands cannot serve his needs. If we cannot serve God's needs by our hands, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. Verse 26, this is what he says. From one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. Please note that. There is no nation that can claim that it was never created by God. China, America, Europe, Africa, all the nations of the earth were created by God. He decided, please note here, that God decided beforehand when they should rise and when they should fall. Please note that. It is God who created all the nations of the earth. And he decided even beforehand when they should rise and also when they should fall. God is above nations. He's above kingdoms of this earth. He's above humanity. He's above resources because those resources he created. He is God. And he determined their boundaries. I like this. He did not only determine when they will rise and when they shall fall. He set the boundaries. He placed every nation where it ought to be. It's not a mistake that we have China as a nation. It's not a mistake that we have America as a nation. There is no superior nation. Kenya is known by God that it exists the same way China, America exists. I want you to note that. His purpose then was what? His purpose was for the nations, and please understand this, his purpose was for the nation to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and fight him, though he is not far from any one of us. That is the reason why God created the nations, set boundaries, put them to where they are supposed to be. The purpose was for the nations to seek God. Nations of the earth are supposed to seek God. That's the reason why China, you are where you are. That is the reason why America, you are where you are. Belgium, 
You are placed where you are so that you can seek God. You are not superior than any other country. The purpose that you are created, it is not to show your muscle. It's not to, to, to prove to the other nations how powerful you are. Unfortunately, that is what the nations of the earth have been doing, competing with each other. Who has the most resources? Which is the most uh, the, the, the most the, the richest country in the world. And when one is about to overtake the others, they start sabotaging each other. Why? Because they do not understand the purpose as to why they were created. Today, I am here to speak to the world. I am here to speak to Kenyans. I am here to speak to you, DCN. God has a purpose, and his purpose cannot be thwarted. He will always pursue his purpose, whether we like it or not. And that's why sometimes he will come to us and speak to us in a language that is harder for us to understand. Sometimes he chooses to speak to us through COVID-19, and he is doing it. Believe me, he's doing it. I have seen the nations of the world. I have seen presidents. I have seen kings calling for prayers. They would not have done this if nothing like this happened because they have trusted in, uh, in their, uh, their, their ability to be able to deal with the issues. Today, even the greatest uh, nation of the world, the most powerful military, economically, America, cannot be able to handle this. They are calling on God. Equally Kenya, we are, have accepted that we cannot be able to handle this. And yesterday, we all were in prayer, petitioning Father in heaven to come to our aid. I want to assure you, God's purpose cannot be stopped by humanity. He will always Come through to speak to us. Today, we are all saying we need God. Iran is saying they need God. Hallelujah. Israel is saying they need God. No one is now boasting about their capacity and ability to fight the other. We are all harbored by God. God has a purpose. He set boundaries. Brethren, what then happens when we fail to obey God? Then we provoke him to anger. And when we provoke him to anger, because he is a loving God, and it's, it's, he doesn't want to destroy the earth as he destroyed during the times of Noah, because the time for destruction is not yet. God is still beckoning us to come back to him. Praise God. That's why he is speaking to us. When we fail to listen, when we fail to understand our purpose, when the nations cannot seek him because he said the reason why he placed them where they are is so that they may seek him and perhaps feel their way towards him and fight him. And he says, though he is not far from one of, from, from any one of us. God is not far from Chinese. God is not far from the Americans. God is not far from Kenyans. God is not far from you South Africans. He is not far from you Moroccans. 
God is very near. You can reach to him, but you need to abandon your ways and turn to him. So the reason why we are going through what we are going through today, God is drawing our attention. And it is my prayer and my desire that everybody on earth, that every nation on this earth will understand what God is saying. Call upon me. Praise God. That's what God is saying. Praise the Lord. And if you want to know that's what he says, turn again with me. The book of Chronicles, chapter, 2 Chronicles, chapter 7. Verse 13 and 14. What does it say? At times, mm -hmm, this is God again. He says, at times I might shut up the heavens. Has God not sometimes shut the heavens? And we have experienced drought. Sometimes we blame the devil for things that the devil is not involved in. He has no capacity of making rains. So the devil cannot shut up the heavens. It's only the Lord himself who can be able to shut up the heaven. And he says, at times I may, I might shut up the heavens so that there, so that no rain falls. All command locusts. Have we seen locusts? Have you taken a picture of it? Have you sent it to the seers? Please don't bother. It will not help. When you see it, you need to pray. Because they're, they're taking a picture or spraying them is not sufficient to deal with them. Uh -huh. All command locusts to do what? To defoe the, the to defoe your crops. All said plagues. What are plagues? Like COVID nineteen among you. Praise God. Do you see what God will do when people are not listening? When people fail to listen, the world for a long time has failed to listen to God. They have actually dismissed him. They say he no longer exists. I'm told the Americans have removed even their Ten Commandments from the, from, the, from the schools that used to be everywhere in schools, in public offices. Thank God for Trump. That man, God may let God bless Trump. Amen. And I pray that you rule America longer than they expect, even if they change the Constitution. Because he's the man who seemed to be hearing God. Thank God. Because he has now, you know, ordered that the Ten Commandments, prayers can be prayed again in public schools in the mornings. Praise the Lord. So what happens when God sets the rains, doesn't set the rain, shuts the heavens? When God sets locusts to defoe our crops, when God sets COVID-19, coronavirus, as a plague, what is God saying? He is drawing our attention. And hear me, this is then what he says. Then, if this happens, and I like this, because God will always have an answer and a solution. Even when he comes and he tells you, this is the way to get out of this trouble that you are in. 
And I want to speak to the world today to tell you the only way to get out of COVID-19, the coronavirus, it is not the vaccine. Go ahead, manufacture one. But the only medicine that can cure us permanently, it is found here in verse 14. And it says, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, hallelujah, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their Lord. Praise the Lord. Brethren, men and women who are at home and wherever you are, there is a medicine for COVID-19. You do not need to fear. There is an answer to it. And that's my message to you. Fear not because there is medicine. There is cure for COVID-19. And the cure has already been prescribed by the Lord himself. In verse 14 he says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, the first cure, hallelujah, the first medicine, this is a combination of doses. You'll see how many they are. There are about four of them. When you mix them, you come up with one that cures completely. The first one is this one. You'll humble yourself. He says, if they humble myself, themselves and pray, because you cannot just humble yourself. As many will kneel down, but they are not saying anything. When you are humble, when you are on your knees, then speak to God. Call upon the name of the Lord. When man called upon the name of the Lord, he heard and he answered and he came down to their rescue. If today you call upon the name of the Lord, as you humble yourself, that's also medication. And then there is another one, the third one. He says, and seek my face. It is not enough to kneel down, brethren. It is not enough to, 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 to humble yourself. It is not enough to just say, I am praying. To whom are you praying? Are you seeking God's face? Why? Because there are many people who are praying to other things. Yesterday we saw very, very, as actually not only Kenya, even Uganda, I noticed, and I have respect for our religious people, but allow me to say, there is only one God, and this God is Jehovah God. He reigns over the affairs of humanity on earth. If you choose to call him something else that he is not, then he is not the one. What he is telling us, it is when we pray, we have ourselves, we are on our knees, calling upon the name of the Lord. If we pray, and prayer is talking to him, it is telling him our needs. It is telling him we have COVID-19, and we cannot be able to deal with it, as the governments of the, of the world have acknowledged for the first time, the world is helpless. But I have an answer, if only they would dare to listen to me. I believe I'm speaking as a prophet. This is what the Lord is saying. Humble yourself, people of the world. 
nations of the world, humble yourself, pray to God of heaven, seek his face. Amen. Seek the face of Jehovah God. Call upon him through his son, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. There is no one else, and I can assure you, all the others that are mentioned, all the other prophets, they all died. Muhammad is dead. With all due respect to, my, uh, to, to our uh, brothers, Muslim, the Muslim brothers, Muhammad, your prophet, is dead. And you know where even his kaburi is. Buddha is dead. Praise the Lord. Others are dead. Even Blanham is dead. The one that you call upon, whether he was a revered man, anointed, but you chose to, to revere him. As God, he is not. He is dead. But I want to tell you there is one who is not dead. Jesus the Christ is alive today. And that is my confidence. You might be wondering, why do I have this boldness? Why do I have this courage? It is because Jesus Christ is alive and he is not just alive in heaven. He is also alive in me. Why? Because I have sought his face and I have found his face. That's why we are being told. We humble ourselves. We pray and then we seek him so that he can reveal himself to us. When you know him, you will not be scared. When you know him, COVID-19 will not scare you. Praise God. Yes, you'll follow the instructions. You'll take all the measures. Today we are seated one meter apart in this small congregation. Oh yes, we are supposed to hold about 200, 300 people. We are 150 today. Why? Because of COVID-19. We need to deal with this thing. But the medicine is what I'm giving you today. And then the, the fourth one, after seeking his face, the fourth one, turn from their wicked ways. Turn from their evil ways. Turn from their rebellious ways. The nations of the earth have chosen to be wicked. And they don't hide about it. They are on record registrating laws that are known to be wicked even by those who are registrating them. But because they do not care, they have become so proud because they say, what can God do to us? We have everything. That's why they will registrate homosexuality, lesbianism, and all this. And they will call them, they will say, this is the normal thing. They were born like this. Come on. Does humanity, does, so the animals are smarter than us. How come then the animals are not born? Anyway, let me not go that direction. There is wickedness on earth. And we need to turn away from that wickedness. We have disobeyed God. Nations like China have refused to acknowledge the sovereignty of God. They are harassing and persecuting churches. They have to be underground. Why would God not want to speak then to the, to the humanity that he created who cannot hear him? Today, I believe, if we tell the Prime Minister of China that God is real and we need to turn to him, 
to eliminate this kind of thing, he might consider now. Yes. Why? Because we have come to the end of ourselves. God is saying, turn from your wicked ways. Men and women of this world, you need to repent. Turn from your wicked ways. Cry to God. Seek the face of the Lord. Abandon sin. Stop calling evil good and good evil. God is real. Amen? He is real. He is the one who reigns. And he said he does not need anything from us. You are not doing God a, fa a favor when you come to him. You are not doing him any favor when you turn to him and you start praying and worshiping him. Some people think that you can do God a favor. What is it that you can give him? He owns all the money that is in the world today. All the minerals that are in the world today, they are his. He can shut the heavens and there will be no rains. And all of you will die because you can't manufacture rains. Yes, you can tell me. You'll turn the ocean into whatever, whatever, because you have the technology. Oh, oh. What if he dries the rivers and there'll be no water flowing to the oceans? God has the capacity to dry the oceans even themselves. So don't, don't think, humanity, that we can be able to outdo God. We need him and we need to humble ourselves. So for us to overcome this demon called COVID-19 that has instilled fear into our lives, we need to turn to God. That's where the medicine is. Amen? And God has assured us, if we do that, like the doctor will tell you, if you take this medication within seven days, if you follow it as according to the instructions, you should be okay within seven days. You should be up and running, up and down going wherever. That's the confidence that the doctor has when he gives you the right prescription. The same thing. God is telling us. He has now given us the right prescription. There is COVID-19, which is a plague. And he said, if I shut the heavens, if I said the rockers, they are here on earth. If I said a plague, a plague is a pestilence. It is COVID is a disease that you cannot be able to control. It is spreading so widely and so fast, and we have no medicine for it. God says, when that happens, call upon me. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. Then I will hear. I will, then he says what? I will hear from heaven. Praise the Lord. That's the assurance. That's why I told you, you need not fear good people that know God. If you are called by his name, do not fear COVID-119. It will not catch you if you call upon the name of the Lord. Why? Because God says, if you do what I have told you to do, then I will hear from heaven. Hallelujah. And then he says what? I will forgive their sins. What a loving God. We have abandoned him. We have embraced wickedness. But he is telling us now, if we come back to him, praise the Lord, he will hear us as we pray. And then he will forgive 
our sins. And after he has forgiven our sins, then he says what? Then I will heal or restore the Lord. Nations of the earth. What we need is God. Praise God. What we need is God because he is the only one who can heal us. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? God will heal us. He has assured us that because he is a loving God. He is a massive God. He keeps his word. He is not like us. Today we tell him we'll do ABCD. Tomorrow when things are working for us, we forget very quickly. After COVID-19 is out of the scene, all men have been able to deal with it. They will go back to say God does not exist. The same people that were on their knees crying, now God help us. After everything has been done, they forget very quickly. Please, people of the earth, we have entered into a season where God is not joking. Time is running out. He has given us these short days or season that we are in to repent and turn to him so that he can heal our Lord. Praise God. And when the Lord is healed, then we are blessed. We do not need to fear. We will go to work as normal. Praise the Lord. We do not need to sit a meter apart. We will hug as normal. Praise the Lord. But when there is wickedness in us, that is called COVID-119, it separates us from God. And it, it does now separate us even from ourselves. Praise the Lord. You can see how bad this animal called COVID-19 is. That's the reason why the world is suffering today. So, my message of encouragement to you that are listening to me today, I've given you the dose. That's a major dose. That's what you need to take first. But to be able to sustain yourself, you know, so that tomorrow when something else comes, you do not need to fear. You need to know a little bit more. What is God saying about you? Timothy, first, second Timothy, chapter One, verse 7. Listen to what First Timothy says. And this is why you should not fear. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. Hallelujah. But of power, love, and self-discipline. That encourages me. It's an assurance from our God in heaven that he has given us a spirit. And this is not just a spirit. This is the spirit of God whom he has given us. He says he is not the spirit of fear. Right now the entire world is very fearful. I told you the president's the ministers of health, everybody, the world, world Health Organization, they have no answer to what is happening today. They are in fear. Everybody fears, I might catch this thing. That is why you are seated one meter away from your colleague. That's why after this, you go out there and clean your, wash your hands. It is okay to do that. That's hygiene and it is important. 
It is very, very important. But why are we doing this? Because we fear. There is fear. But I want to encourage you, my sister, my brother, fear not. God has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but it is a spirit of power, praise God. Amen? This power is not a normal power. This power is the power that comes from God. This power can withstand anything on earth. This power is beyond what you think. Why do I say so? Before I, I finish that, I want, you to, I want to take you to, Jude, to, to John 14, 22 and 23. And this is what it says. Judas and not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name say to Jesus, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Praise God. Please note something there. Why are you revealing yourself to us and not to the world at large? Who is to us? He's referring to his disciples. Judas was referring to them, the disciples of Jesus Christ, all followers of Jesus Christ. He was talking to them about the need of him going to heaven. And when he goes, he says, I will come back and dwell in you. Praise God. He was giving them some liberation. And they wanted to know, why is it? That the world, the rest of the world, you are not going to reveal yourself to, the, to it. That was a good guy. Eh? Judas, not Iscariot, loved the world. He didn't want his brothers and sisters who are not followers of Jesus Christ to be left behind. But hear what the Lord says. Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. Do you see the difference? The reason why he's not going to do it to all the rest of the world is because the rest of the world does not love him. They are the ones who have rejected him. They are the ones who are saying he does not exist. They are the ones who are saying it is okay to marry same sex, abominations, things that are distasteful before God. It is the world that is saying we do not need to worship Christ, they can worship Satan. And you have seen even in the media, they have opened temples of Satan in Europe and in, 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 in America. Maybe it is already here in, in the country. These are the people God is saying, this, uh, this, is, this, are the, this is the world. But he says, all who love me, who do what I say, my father will love them, and we will come and make a home with each of them. Praise the Lord. Did you see that? He says, we will come and do what? Make a home. 
dwell in you. Why did I go to that, to that uh, text? It is so that I can affirm to you that indeed when the Lord says, I have not given you a spirit of fear and of timidity, but of power because that spirit is God himself. That's why he's saying, we shall come and dwell in you. The spirit who dwells in you is the spirit of God. He is the spirit of power. He is the spirit of love and of self or sound might. You cannot lose your might when you are in Christ Jesus. You cannot lose your might when you are. You cannot be intimidated. You cannot suffer depression when you are in Christ Jesus if you focus your eyes on him and you follow him. That's why he's telling you, then I can confidently tell you, then fear not, my good friend. The Lord is on your side. Very quickly, as we close. The other reason why you should not fear, apart from the, that you have the spirit of God, that is of power and of love and of sound might. You also are a child of God. And we, have, we, we will not go back, back, back to that. But allow me also to remind you, the reason why you need not to fear, it is because Jesus Christ also has disarmed the devil. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. If you can show it very quickly, my time is running out. Colossians chapter 2. Is there a verse 15, not 5? 15, yeah. In this way, he disarmed. Who? Jesus disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. Hallelujah. He disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. I want to assure you, you need not fear child of God because the devil has already been disarmed by Jesus Christ. And this was done publicly. What does he tell you? Again, to confirm, to affirm that the devil you have, he has been defeated. The Lord did not just leave you like that. He gave you the spirit of power. He also gave you his authority to deal with the devil. Luke 9 one and two, if you can be able to get there very quickly. The Lord says, one day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal diseases. Can you see COVID can be healed? Because Jesus has given us power and authority to cast out demons and to heal diseases. And then the Bible says, verse 2 says, then he sent them, everyone, the, okay, then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. The answer, the solution to the problem is with you. You can heal the sick as you tell them about the kingdom of God. So you need not fear, woman and man of God, have Faith in the word of God. Verse 19 of the same, uh, okay, Luke 10, 19, again said, says what? I have done what? I have given you power over to do what? No, 
not just that. Let's read it. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. It says over all the power. Please note and follow the, 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 the writing of the words. It says I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy. That includes COVID-19. It's a power. But it's a power of the enemy, and you have authority over it. It can be dealt with. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and, and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Nothing will harm you. I want to assure you, those of you that are listening to me, the word of God is very clear. He has given us power, the spirit of power and not fear and timidity. The spirit has power, the spirit has love, the spirit is of sound mind. He has also given us his authority. We can deal with the enemy. Fear not, but again, do not be ignorant. Follow the procedures and instructions. Do not go saying, I have authority and power. COVID cannot catch me. And therefore, I don't care. I'll eat without washing my hands. That is foolishness. It will catch you and you will die of it. Still saying you have authority because you are foolish. Amen? So let's follow the instructions. But for, for now, let us be encouraged. The Lord is with us. And finally, please note, the devil is not a lion. He is like a lowering lion. That's what 1 Peter 5, 8 says. He is not the lion. The lion is the lion of Judah, Jesus Christ. The devil will come lowering like a lion, but he is not a lion. So do not get scared. Have faith and confidence so that you can be able to pray for those who are infected and are sick. Because your assignment is, is to pray. Because you are the one called by the name of the Lord. You humble yourself. You pray. You seek his face. You repent the sins of the world. The sins of the nation. And God will heal the land. And forgive, forgive our sins and heal the land. COVID-19 will go. Because the Lord has assured us. When we pray, humble ourselves. Seek his face. Hallelujah turn from his weak, our wicked ways, he will forgive us. May the Lord God bless you. Those of you that were watching me or li live at home, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord take care of you. We are now going to enter into a, another session uh, that we want to encourage you and pray with you. And I'm going to call upon the four uh, soldiers that are supposed to come to the front and quickly do what they are supposed to do. Can uh, someone make sure that we have enough mics uh, that we are not share sharing? Amen. To God be the glory. Go ahead. I'd like to pray for the economy at this time. You know that when the economy suffers, we all suffer. We are not isolated from, from how uh, the economy is affected. And at this point in time, with the challenges that we've had with this pandemic, we've seen that the stock markets have been failing. Uh, uh, some employers have been having issues paying wages. So, so I'd like us to just take time and, and, and speak over this nation, speak over the economy,
and speak uh, faith and healing over our finances and over the prosperity of this land. And as we pray, I just want to remind you from Isaiah 41, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In verse 18, he says, I will open rivers in desolate heights and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the acacia tree, the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the cypress tree and the pine and the box tree together that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. Father, this day we stand in faith to declare that divine provision is our portion. Amen. You're the king who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yes, you do. Gold and silver belongs to you. And this day, Lord, we want to commit the economies of this world to you. Mm. That they have been shaken because of this pandemic. Mm. But Father, as your church, we want to stand and declare that our help does not come from the east, from the west. It does not come from the mountains. Our help comes from you. Mm. So we choose to put our trust in you because when we put our trust in you, we will never be put to shame. Father, we pray that you'd provide according to your riches in glory. Father, every need that uh, is required at this point in time, even for, for, for the hospitals that are stretched, for the companies that are stretched with people working from home, Father, we ask that you may provide that none will lack at this point in time. Hallelujah. Supernatural provision is our portion. Even as you watched over the children of Israel as they were passing through the wilderness, that none of them had a cloth on their body that was torn, that the shoes did not wear out. Father, we also speak upon your children. Preserve us, Lord. Let divine provision be our portion. And over this nation, Lord, as you raised Joseph at that time when they needed, Egypt needed him, Father, even upon this land, I pray that you'll give wisdom to men and women who will be able to steer us out of an economic crisis because of this pandemic. Father, we speak health, we speak strength over the economy of this land. Amen. And Father, we thank you because we believe that you have done it. And Father, all praise and glory is unto you. Mm. We exalt you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Next. Two minutes, please. Precisely. Mine is to speak revival. Revival over the church, revival over the nation, revival over you and me in particular. And Second um, Chronicles 7.14, we've already read it. And it rhymes very nicely with the Job 22, verse 23, which says, If you return to the Almighty and humble yourself, if you remove unrighteousness far from your tents, if you lay gold in the dust and gold of Ophir among the stones, and then it continues... Uh, verse 26, then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will make uh, your prayer to him and he's going to hear you and you will pay your vows. You will decide on a matter and it will be established for you. And light will shine on your ways. That's the Bible that, that's talking about us, to humble ourselves before God. And also now we marry it with Joel chapter 2, which says, Joel chapter 2, Verse 25 to 27. 
Now, we all know that verse. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. The crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts. That's what it says. My great army which I sent among you will not, will not continue because of time. I want us to believe in God, that the Lord is going to revive this nation. The Lord is going to revive us, you and me, and the Lord is going to revive each of us. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for this wonderful, wonderful message of encouragement, O oh Lord. I want to thank you for your word, O oh King of glory, that, Father, you shall restore and revive, O oh God, only if we are here to humble ourselves before you. As you've said in your word, as you've heard, my Father, we pray that King of kings and Lord of lords, we shall humble ourselves before you. Father, we shall acknowledge our haughtiness, our pride, my Father, as a people. And Father, we shall humble ourselves before you. Even as you told, some, uh, if you, even as you told the King uh, Solomon, and you also told Job, my Father, we pray the King of glory shall humble ourselves, my Father, and you shall be revived and you shall restore whatever the locusts have eaten. Physically, we have seen the locusts, my Father. Lord, even this... Um, COVID-19, my Father. Lord, you want to pray that you're going to restore us. You're going to revive us, my Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. That faith shall overcome fear, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. That our people shall come back to you, O God. We shall come back and acknowledge you as our God and our Savior, my Father. In every situation that we have, O God, we thank you and we bless you. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. chapter 4 verse 6 says have no anxiety about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known to God so father this morning we want to replace our anxiety as we pray for our families we replace our anxiety with faith Lord we shall not fear anything Jehovah but you tell us Lord father to come to you to pray and Father, we pray as families, we plead for your mercy. Forgive us, King of Kings. For Lord, our altars have gone dry. Our altars do not have fire. There is so much that we have put in front, Father. And we are not praying. And we are not seeking your face as families. Father, forgive the fathers in this, in this church and even uh, in this nation for not being the priests that you have called them to be Jehovah. Forgive even the, the ladies and the mothers, Father. We pray that they have not even come down, oh Father, and they have not prayed unto you. Forgive the children, King of Kings, for they have not obeyed their parents, my Lord. We pray that, Lord, you have mercy upon us as families. We pray that you have mercy upon us in our homes, my Lord. For, Father, we have replaced your altar with money. We have replaced your altar with businesses. We have replaced your altar with things that have taken priority apart from praying and seeking your face. And right now, we return to you in our homes. We say that in our homes, we shall call you. We shall call upon the name that is greater than any other name. We shall call upon the name of Jesus in our homes. The banner of the Lord shall be lifted up in our families in the name of Jesus. We bless you and we return to you. And as we call back to you, my Lord, we plead your mercy. We plead your blood upon our homes and upon our families in Jesus' name. Mighty God, we acknowledge in Mark 15, 
verse 38, the Bible is speaking about the death of Christ. And verse 38 is saying that the veil in the temple was rent in twine from top to bottom. In the midst of this pestilence, Lord, you have become the one that breaks the barrier. For too long, the church has been fixed into corners, fixed into cocoons. The relevance of the word in the workplace, Lord, seem to have lost its place. But today, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing in the nations. That your word would tear the barrier that's been between the church and state, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we lift up the cross of Jesus in every nation. That they will stand, they will stand even as we, we carry on with, with repenting and praying and seeking the Lord. That the territory of the cross will be restored in every nation. Lift up your voices this morning online in the house. Lift up your voices and say, Lord, as you tore the veil from top to bottom, we tear the four walls of the ministries being confined into churches. Let healing flow in the nation. Let healing flow in the government platforms. Let healing flow in the, in the, in the different spheres of work in every nation, not just nations geographically, Lord but nations in the workplace, the medical field, the, the education field, Lord. Let these nations acknowledge that you are God. We pray for healing, healing of the land, my Father, that as we repent, O oh God, that as we turn our faces up to heaven, may we remain there, Lord. May this access that was given by the cross, by the tearing of the veil, O oh God, Remain in every sphere, O oh God, that as our altars rise up in families, as our altars rise up in individuals, O oh Father, the land will be healed, O oh God. We speak healing to the nations right now. Why don't you stand to your feet as we wind up this session of intercession? Wherever you are, I request that you stand to your feet. Lift up your hands up to heaven and pray for the healing of the nations. Pray for the healing of the land. We pray for healing of China in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing of Italy, oh God. We pray for healing of Kenya, my father. We pray for healing of Morocco, oh God. We pray for healing, my father, of every nation that's affected, my father. That even as you heal us, oh God. You restore the place of the church. You restore the place of the voice of God Hallelujah. in the nations. In the name of Jesus, we break the wall of separation. In the name of Jesus, we break the veil of separation. Now can all men cry out, for if you seek me and seek me with all your heart, then I will hear you from heaven and I will heal your land. If you seek me with all your heart, then you will hear my voice speak to you. Say, turn this way. Walk this path. This is the path you should take. We speak healing to the nations right now. We speak healing to the families right now. We speak healing to the church right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray the, the closing prayer. If you're at home... You had a need. You've already sent it to us. There are some people praying with you and communicating with you online. 
But let me pray. Father in heaven, we have called upon your name. We have stood here, Lord, in your sanctuary with humility in our hearts, acknowledging that you are God who is seated on the throne and that we on earth have sinned and failed you. But God, you are merciful and kind. You have promised if we turn away from our wicked ways that you will hear from heaven, you will forgive our sins, and you will heal our Lord. We have prayed today for the Lord of Kenya and the nations of the earth that God of mercy, you have remnants. All over those nations, you have people who call upon your name. Hear our cry today that, Lord, you take away this pandemic. Lord, you set us free once again. And may the world truly know that you are the God who heals and who answers prayers. We ask that our Father, even as you heal us, Lord Jesus, restore us back to yourself, O God. Let the restorations of all things come back, O King of glory, that the church of Jesus Christ will be acknowledged on earth and that humanity will seek help from you and from your church, O Lord. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty and holy name. We pray and believe. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Those of you that are watching us online, may the Lord bless you. Keep together, fellowship together. Take time to be, uh, to, be, to be with your family. Teach your children some values. Pray, I mean, play with them and also pray with them. Uh, buy them some, some story books. Of course, don't take them to the malls. We've been told if you are to go to the mall, said one person, do not go to the malls, all of you. Amen? Let us follow the procedures there for our own good. The Lord is with us. We'll keep coming back to you during the course of the week. We'll be sending you messages to encourage you. We'll do more life recording. Well, I mean, more recording. We will be communicating with you. So see you next Sunday. Uh, we, we don't know, uh, but from the look of things, it looks like we still have to be uh, online. We request that you stay at home. We only allow a skeleton of people to come to church on Sunday. So please, the less of us, let us stay at home apart from the few that will be called upon to come and uh, provide ministries and services. We would also like to assure you that we shall be in contact with you. I believe that the leaders, the elders, the deacons are calling you. And if you have not been called by the end of the week, please call my number and say nobody has called you because you should be able to receive at least a call every week from the leadership of the church to know how you are doing. And if you, are, if you have any need, any prayer request, you can share with the leader who will be calling you. Please, leaders, again, I appeal to you, minister to the people. Let us be in communication. Let us stay together, even online. And the Lord will continue to bless us. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again.